Hello and welcome once again. Wow. To another special episode. They're all special. They're all special. But this one is extra special, just like the rest of them. <laughs> so welcome all- to the Alpha Omega Podcast. <laughs> welcome. All welcome. Of you I'm I'm Derek. I am Andy. And our guest tonight is. Oh, I'm Catherine. <laughs> Hello, Catherine. Everyone say hi to Catherine. Hi. <laughs> hi, Catherine. Everyone. Hey. Every, why isn't everyone saying hi to Catherine? That's everyone. Everybody listening, say hi to Catherine. Okay, ready? We'll say it together. One, two, three. Hi, hi Catherine. Catherine. There it is. Great. I don't wow. think they said it, okay, but I heard it. You did. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What a warm welcome. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're gonna get going here. Catherine, you are a student at the U of I, correct? I am. Awesome. What year are you? I am a first year veterinary student. Awesome. First year veterinary student. Is that your is this your first year in college? No. I um graduated from Oklahoma State University last year in May with a bachelor's of animal science and I started um in August at uh the vet school and so that's my first year. Awesome. Cool. Um so we just want to go through a little bit about your uh your earlier life, you know, your kind of childhood going, growing up, um siblings, parents, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have one younger brother. Um, he goes to Texas A&M and uh, two parents. Um, my mom is actually, she's an assistant dean of a college of nursing and my dad is in uh, medical sales. So uh, my dad was actually in the military for a while. And so we uh, jumped around a bit. We've lived in quite a few, quite a few states um, in the nation. And so uh, we hopped around for a while and then ended up settling in Naperville um, for a bit. And now my parents have actually moved on from there. So, Cool. And where, they, and where do they live now? They live in South Dakota. Wow. Nice. Oh, where, yeah. where in South Dakota? Uh, Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. Nice place. <laughs> have Good you stuff. been there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we were there once. We uh, we did a did a little trip up cool. there as a family. Cool. Yeah. Good, huh. good time. Yeah. Awesome. Well... I, younger brother, you said? Yes, younger brother. So what is it like being the older sister? What was it like? What was it like? Um, wow. Well, you know, you just ha- always have this pest, you know, that's bothering <laughs> you, right? Oh. And then um, he's about 6'5". So oh, wow. he actually, yeah, um, he actually passed me pretty early on. But man, little brothers, they just, uh, they get on your nerves. Do you have little yeah, brothers? Anybody? T- t- well, no. no. So, yeah. <laughs> no. We're, Andy we're and I both. are actually both oh, so younger brothers. We are the pest. The pest, yeah. So you're sitting in a room. <laughs> a couple pests. <laughs> when you reflect on your life, you went from one younger brother to now sitting in a room with two younger brothers. The, your decisions in life have gotten you here. Does that... I know how you feel. I know. I know. I got trapped. Y'all tricked me. (laughs) Yep. Well, the door is locked. So, well, (laughs) keep on saying that, but it's actually not. um, Oh, it's not? No. They could, they have freedom to leave. Did you all just tell me that it was locked? That's a fire hazard. I would think it was. It is a fire hazard. Yeah. She had the window. I mean, it's right there. Yeah. As close as the door. Anyways. We should move on. So. You said your, your dad was in the military, mm-hmm. so you yeah. guys moved around a lot. We did. Um, I'm assuming y'all want to know where. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was born actually on an Air Force base in Louisiana. Um, then from there, we moved to North Dakota, um, an Air Force base in Minot, way up north. And then um, so Louisiana, North Dakota, Mississippi, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Illinois, now South Dakota. So Wow. A lot of places. Uh, yeah. And to kind of put it in perspective, for a while, uh, we were really moving every two years. And so by the time I was 12 years old, I had lived in six different states. And we were just kind of um, marking them off as we went. And so it made for kind of an interesting childhood at times. But I got to see like a lot of cool places and um, experience a lot of different things. Gotcha. Oh. M- making friends, you know, going to new schools constantly every two years. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Yeah. Do you still keep in contact with, like, anybody from, you know, all these places? Um, You know, it's hard because I keep in contact with more of, like, the middle school friends. I kind of, because I went to multiple middle schools. But that was kind of when the world of Facebook began. And so, um, of course, when you're in elementary school, you shouldn't be on Facebook. But um, not really. It's it's a lot to move and to keep up with people, and um, so yeah. Besides besides yeah. Illinois, which one would you say is like your favorite? Because obviously Illinois is like that's the spot. That's the spot to be. So besides Illinois, which one would be your favorite? Well, my favorite favorite is Oklahoma. Okay. Um, we actually did live there for five years, so that was the longest I've ever lived in a place. Still to this day. Um, all of my grandparents, aunts and uncles, they all live in Oklahoma. My parents were born and raised in Oklahoma. They um, went to college um, at OU, and so we still have a lot of family there. I obviously went to college there, so uh, it's a very, very special place. Where, where specifically in Oklahoma? Um, I We lived in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, so outside okay. of Tulsa. Awesome, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, you spent five years there, about two years, like, everywhere else. Mm-hmm, basically, yeah. Man, all over the country. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So talk a little bit about, like, your school experience. Obviously, you've been, you moved around a lot, but, uh, like, how was it going from place to place all the time? Like, never being able to stay in one school district all the time. Yeah. Um, so school, the school part and the education part wasn't ever really difficult. I didn't feel challenged um, in classes really, but, um, you know, friendships and relationships were a bit more difficult. Um, I am pretty introverted um, and moving around so much is um, hard, but I did do sports and athletics. And so I was able to kind of find my niche uh, with those people. And when you have practice, you know, three or four times a week, you spend a lot of time with those people and end up um, making really tight bonds with them. So that's kind of what I did. Awesome. What, what did you play? Um, I was a gymnast. Nice. For, like, yeah, competitive for like 12 years, I think. So. Good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What what specifically? We we may not know anything about it, but what specifically did you did you do? My favorite event? Yes, your favorite event. Um, I loved Beam, which is okay. kind of weird. A lot of people don't like Beam. Um, but I don't know, I just loved it. So walk, walk us through that. What what is I mean, what what do you do in the event? <laughs> Have you ever watched the Olympics? Yes. Okay, do do you know what the beam is? So the Right. It's four inches, uh-huh. the four inches of wood, and you have, um, there are specific requirements that you need to hit, you know, at certain levels in order to get your points, and uh, you do have some creativity with, like, dance and whatever other elements you want to do, but, um, yeah, it's scary, 
but it feels um, great to, you know, hit a routine or to be able to do um, a pass and to be able to land it. It always feels good, so. Absolutely. So can you do, like, flips? Yeah. Yes? Wow, yeah. that's so cool. Wow. We're going to have to make you prove that sometime. Yeah. For sure. Friday night devotional. No. Friday night devotional. Opening, <laughs> a flip. Yeah. We're not going to sing any songs. Nope. It's just going to be Catherine that's doing a flip. the worship for the night. And then we're going to sit down. Someone's going to do a welcome. Yep. It's already planned out. I don't that. <laughs> that's so cool, though. I like great. The beam is has always been something that would be like, that's impossible to do. Because I feel like my foot is like wider than four inches you feel me it's probably not because that would be a lot <laughs> it's, it's a wide foot. Foot. very wide <laughs> your, your shoes are all custom made at that yes point. wow i do have wide feet but that's beside the point um yeah, yeah. okay Both of them what other events were you did you do i did all four events all, what are so, all four yeah so so vault bars beep floor that's why you compete wow excellent you did, did. You did all four events, all four, or all, yeah, it's like all twelve years. Competitive, yeah. Wow. Okay. Do yeah, yeah. Are, are there rivals in, in gymnastics? I mean, there are. Yeah. Okay. There are. Did 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 you ever like have a rival? Um, not a big rival. I competed in high school and stuff like that, and so kind of the high school rivals. It crosses over in all the sports, you know. And there are collegiate rivals, and then, um with uh the professional like usa athletes there's kind of some rivalries there but um yeah it's just high school rivalries so Mm -hmm. you gotta show them up oh yeah (laughs) you gotta stick at the landing just to stick it Mm -hmm. to them yeah just just to them just (laughs) stick it to them (laughs) absolutely awesome so ended up in naperville graduated from naperville Mm -hmm. yeah awesome and then illinois u of i yeah, well, here. I went to undergrad first. Oh, right, right. You went yeah. to undergrad in Oklahoma. Oklahoma State, uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. So you came to the U of I. I did. To become a vet. Yes. Why Why be a vet? Why Why do you want to be a vet? Well, there's a ton of different reasons. Um, I've always wanted to be a vet. I think it's something that's really a calling. Um, you know, and I can give you, like, the stereotypical, like, I love animals. I love working with different species and things like that. Um But honestly, one of the reasons I really did want to become a vet, and this might get a little dark for a second, but just stay with me, okay? So veterinarians are the only, they have the only job title in the entire world with the responsibility to not only preserve life, but to also take life. And so human medical doctors cannot do what veterinarians can do um, in the sense of humane euthanasia. And so to be in that position when you have a patient that is suffering and is in pain, and this is a chronic illness, to be able to be that person, it's honestly, it's honestly an honor, you know, to be um, with the family and the clients during this time and to be able to provide a service that can put a patient and put, you know, really their loved one out of pain. So, yeah. I don't think that's dark at all. (laughs) No, I think that's no. uh, yeah. it's got a lot of wisdom tied into it. Yeah, yeah. which is cool. A lot of people don't think of that. So, right, I wouldn't. Think I, that. I've never thought about that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. But uh, so going back a little bit for your um, your first four years, how was that in Oklahoma State? Um, yeah, I loved OSU. I um, knew I wanted to go back to Oklahoma after being in Illinois. 
um, and I picked OSU based on their animal science program, and they do have a vet school there. But um, once I uh, ended up at OSU, I obviously took a lot of science, math, chemistry classes, that kind of thing. Um, but I really got plugged in with the university center there, which is the Church of Christ Ministry. Um, and I actually didn't know this, but uh, the UC is the second largest Church of Christ campus ministry in the nation. And so um, going there was such a blessing. And, you know, I had no idea when I decided to go to OSU that that was going to be um, ahead of me and something, a family that I could have for the next four years. But I really enjoyed it and um, I miss it. But, you know, it's time to move on. So. Yeah. So you were raised religious or not? Then? I was. I was born and raised in the Church of Christ. Um, my parents were raised in the Church of Christ. Um, and we, obviously, I listed all those states earlier. We lived a lot in the South. And so the South is called the Bible Belt, uh, called the Bible Belt for a reason. And so um, growing up um, in, you know, Tennessee and Oklahoma and stuff like that, we, all of your church friends were your school friends and you you know, always went to church camp in the summer and, you know, it was cool to go to church and everyone did it. Um, so it's always been something that's been very important to me. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And so you were, when did you become a disciple? So walk us through that whole journey. Um, yeah, so I was baptized actually, um, it'll be 10 years this summer. Um, June, I think it was like June 21st, 07. Um, so our church camps that we went to, um, played a big role in my life. And I have a lot of great memories, um, from there. And I, it was just kind of during that week, I knew, you know, I needed to be baptized. This is something that I had to do. I wanted to do. Um, but I decided to wait for a little bit. Um, you know, we all get kind of that church camp high or even that, you know, retreat high. And so I wanted to make sure that this wasn't just, um, a feeling of, euphoria coming off of church camp or whatnot and so I waited and studied some more with my parents and I think it was about six to eight weeks later uh, my brother and I were actually baptized together um, not not holding hands but you know on the same day <laughs> so um, that's pretty great that we'll always share that but um, yeah so it'll be 10 years uh, coming up this summer wow 10 years how old were you um, so I'd be 13 13 wow mm -hmm. excellent that's crazy. So you went through, you were in, you were coming out of middle school. Were you in middle school still? Um, I guess I would have been coming out. Coming out, going maybe, to high school. Yeah. Or maybe going into eighth grade. Gotcha. Sure. But still, but, I mean, you're, yeah. you're still in, you know, the grades. So young, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the grades. <laughs> you know, I mean, call it eighth grade, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So what, what was being a disciple in that kind of environment? You know, those are very like formative years for everybody, especially mm -hmm. in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, but you made this crazy, awesome, you know, life altering decision. You know? Right. Um, you know, I've it's been a roller coaster. There have been some highs and there have been some really low lows. But um, I'm it's something I'm so glad I did. And I don't, uh, you know, regret it for a single day. And, um, even though I'll, we'll say I'll be 10 years old, um, coming up, it's still something that I have to work on every day. And, uh, you know, I get tired and weary and worn down, but, um, it's a battle and we got to keep fighting. So. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's awesome. Ten years is that's so double digits. I know that's crazy. Mm. Wow. You, you say t- ten years this year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. That's great. And so, I don't know if we talked about this already, but you decided to come to U of I. Why? Why was that? Because you probably had multiple choices, but. Um, I did. So uh, U of I uh, was my in-state school uh, for veterinary school, and um, not a lot of people know this, but vet school, it's actually more difficult to get into than medical school. And so I actually didn't have a lot of options. Um, I only had two options, and I did pick the cheaper one, but uh, U of I is honestly um, one of the top vet schools in the nation, and they have a really, really great program for what they do. Um, There was a hospital email sent out the other week and we have the top five largest caseload in the nation our hospital and so a bigger caseload means more things for students to do wow wow i had no idea yeah i didn't know you that i had that big of a veterinary program. i didn't know that veterinary was harder than medical school right it's interesting can you talk about like i, I guess why that is yeah so there are only 30 vet schools in the entire nation um, some states don't even have a veterinary school. We, they also accept smaller classes. Um, just our class is 130 students. Um, medical schools might be double the size. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's really, really competitive. And, you know, a lot of girls and a lot of young people want to be vets when they grow up, you know? So, um, yeah, but it's 130 of us. I will graduate in 2021. So it is a four-year program, just like medical school. So we spend the first three years in the lecture hall, just getting lectured at. And then our fourth year, we will go around the hospital. So we'll go on all the different rotations. And so they'll, they have stuff like oncology and dermatology, orthopedic surgery, equine medicine, large animal surgery, or whatnot. And so we spend the year rotating around doing all that different stuff. And then we're doctors. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So when you graduate, are you, is it very much like uh, like a regular medical doctor where you will like pick or you, you could specify in like a certain area? Uh, do you specify by animal? Is that something that typically gets done? Yeah, so you could. Um, vets are a little bit different than human doctors in that we're not required to specialize cool, okay. once we leave. Um, but you certainly can specialize uh, in large animals, small animal, aquatics, um, exotics. Um, you know, penguins need doctors too. So. <laughs> Yeah. It's not funny. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That <laughs> sounds like a that definitely like not a funny. definite dream job. Yeah, penguins. I never thought about that. Like zoos. I want to clear this up. Do penguins have knees? Is that like do they have knee, yeah. knees is that underneath, knee? or is it just they don't have any knees? You know, we haven't gotten to the penguin unit yet, but okay. I'm gonna There's say yes. There's a unit on penguins. Okay, no, I actually I wanted to tell a story when I came here, and I think this will get us some listens. Okay. Okay. So this is a good story. <laughs> Fire actually. away. We've been struggling with that, so. Um. So you just kind of touched on the species differences that veterinarians obviously have to deal with that. You know, human doctors really don't have to deal with that. And so they really stress that in school. Um, so we'll have a question on a horse. We'll have a question on a cat, a question on a goat, you know. So they mix it up. And we've even had a question on a human patient that came in, which that was mildly obnoxious. But 
I guess he just got lost, <laughs> ended up at a vet hospital. But the one species, I will tell you, on a quiz last semester, they asked us and said, okay, this species comes into your hospital uh, for diagnostics testing. How do you proceed? The species in the question was a Tyrannosaurus rex. I wanted to throw my computer across the room. So not only... In vet school, do we have to know about all the animals there are? The birds, the snakes, the cows. We also have questions on humans. And we have questions on extinct dinosaurs on our exams. But if a T-Rex were to just stroll in, you know, maybe as a... Just stroll. What would... I mean... Okay, but that was my question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So do you put a leash on it? Or do you lasso... The T-Rex, or does it go in a cage? You, th- this is know. what you would have, you had to answer. No, no. Okay, okay. That's my own thinking. Right, like That's how are you the gonna... person who brought the T-Rex to the vet. How did you get it how there in the first place? And then... I think it probably came on its own volition, because I don't know if, like, people, like, can control it. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like it just came in, like, I mean, feeling we've, a little sick. We've all seen Jurassic Park. get a Park. checkup. You, you know, life finds a way. Right. So if life needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> it's going to come to me. It's yeah. going to come to yeah. Catherine. Yep. So. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Wow. And so was, you, you have to study these. Well, not the T-Rex. So they threw us a curveball on that one. Okay. But yes, I zoned out in class the other day. Zoned back in. We were talking about tarantulas. We've talked about elephant seals. Talk about giraffes. Talk about uh, falcon. Like... It's, it's a normal day, that med. Wow. And like, how specific do you get with each animal? So super specific, actually. Um, uh, we did some drug, or we talked about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know, I know vet school's uh, hard, but <laughs> we. Yeah, we spent a couple lectures talking about drugs last week. And um, these are, I've worked in a vet clinic, and so these are common drugs that I've heard of. But um, it's one thing where... This is a very, very common drug to give in a dog, but then if you give it in a cat, you'll kill the cat. Wow. So you can't do that. No, you can't. You know? Well, depending no, on your feelings no. about cats. I mean, I, I mean what's, what yeah. really is the cat-to-dog ratio? In a vet practice? I just in, in the <laughs> world. Oh, like, I don't know. Are we, are we balancing the scales or are we just making a... We can't let the cat population get too big. Right. Why? Because then they'll overthrow no. us. They already see us as as big dumb babies, right? Is that can can is you, that what you are? Can you corroborate that? <laughs> That's how a cat sees me. This is why I don't like cats. My dog looks at me and he just falls in love. Roasted. Oh my gosh. Do you really like cats? Okay. So cats, I mean, they take care of like the rodent population and things like that. Um, sure, yeah. Very, so in very a more like rural community, uh, especially like outdoor cats are super important. But, um, you know, you can't discriminate as a vet. You got to take care of all the animals. So. Okay. All right. So you got to you got to know very specific things about all these different animals. Yes. Wow. Like so jaguars, sure. lions. Sure. Black Panthers. Whoa. There actually was a snow leopard <laughs> surgery um, done at the hospital um, a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. Um, I've seen a red panda when I was wow. walking, when I was walking down the hallway. The Here? red panda was not walking down the hallway. Yeah. Wow. 
Can people just like follow you to class and like try to get a, <laughs> a peek at these animals? So me sitting in class every day is not exciting. Sure. Um, we have very, very long days of lecture, but um, the animal hospital is always hopping. There's a lot going on. It's always hopping. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a... Kangaroo? I was going to go with rabbit, but a kangaroo also works. So, yeah. 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 One, one of the two. Yeah. Question, how many animals hop? As a normal function of mobility. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm taking care of them medically. Also, is there a difference between a bunny and a rabbit? Or is it the same? And a hare. There's a difference between a rabbit and a hare. Okay. I don't know about a bunny. Because isn't it like it's a bunny rabbit? A bunny rabbit? Yeah. But like I don't say that. I either say bunny or rabbit. You know what but I mean? But you probably don't see a hare around champagne. I mean, that's fair. Bars. <laughs> Fair, fair. It's, it's okay. I didn't know. You can continue, but <laughs> you can roast him for that. You can even no, e- it's even so the scales bad. We're just it. gonna keep going. <laughs> this is my podcast, okay? We gotta keep it moving. She's taking control. She's taking control, guys. That's fine. So one of the things we wanted to ask you about is uh, we we know that you in in Naperville were a part of a a mainline Church of Christ, uh, and here we're you know part of the ICOC, part of the International Churches of Christ. Um, and there are, you know, there's, there's a few differences between the two, I think, people have been known to, to find or to, to recognize. Uh, what have you, have you noticed anything? Is anything, like, apparently different? Yeah, there are. Um, I did um, notice a couple of things. Uh, do you want, we want to talk about them? Again. Absolutely. Um, well, some of the music that y'all do um, is different with the instrumental music and stuff like that. Um, but I always love it when we throw some acapella in there. And then, um, you know, the role of women in the church is a little different. And so that, um, you know, has been something that I have noticed here. So not saying, you know, nobody is right, nobody is wrong, but it's just different. So. Right, because you, you grew up with, with acapella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only. Wow. So these songs that we've been learning, have you like, have you known the parts or uh, the acapella songs? Yeah, yeah, I've known them all. Dang. So and and I don't know how to read music. I've just um, something you just pick up by ear and mm-hmm. kind of pass it down. I think I said last week, generation to generation. You know, so excellent. And you sing what? Which part? Alto soprano. Oh, soprano. Nice. Okay, cool. I love I love acapella singing. Mm-hmm. That's like. It, like when it sounds like a choir, it's just like wow. I get little, like little chills, <laughs> little chills, you know. Small ones, small ones. <laughs> not, yeah. We're not talking about like a T Rex just strolling in the front, <laughs> right? You know, right. Yeah, those are big chills. <laughs> so wait, when you did your undergrad in in Oklahoma, you were part of you said the second largest. Yes, Church the Christ second largest. Country. The first largest is Texas A and M. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, But yes, I was a part of the University Center. Um, We call it the UC. It's associated with the Stillwater Church of Christ. Um, And on average, I guess we'll say, you know, an average Wednesday in February, right about now, they probably have about uh, 150 students on like a Wednesday night. 
on a Sunday morning and like big Sunday, we would have over 200 students. That is crazy. Uh, yeah. Wow. So coming from Oklahoma State, uh, we didn't, there's not a community college in Stillwater. Stillwater is tiny. It's really just the college. Um, and so the, um, the adult ministry or like the adult church itself was, um, I mean, 600, 700 uh, people. And so I did a ton of things with the UC, got super involved with them. I did um, multiple like intramural sports. I was the vice president. I worked for the church over a summer. I was an intern. I led, you know, the equivalent of a D group, uh, things like that. And so it was a super huge blessing in my life. And um, I'm really, really grateful for it. So Crazy awesome. Yeah, 200, 200 campuses. <clears throat> that's wild. That's On nutty. a Sunday. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. and and you you made good friends. Yes, throughout this time. Yes. Wow, good friends. Um, it, you know, being an undergraduate student and a freshman, you know, I was twelve hours away from home, and it's super easy to get wrapped up in all of those kind of uh, temptations of you know freedom. Your mom's not there; they're not checking on you on a Friday night. Uh, so, what are you going to do with your time? And so, it was super great to get involved with that. And you actually had you had adopted parents that were part of the main ministry, and a couple adopted you, and um, so they fed you meals, and you could do laundry at their house, or if you got a flat tire and needed somebody to pick you up. Um, so it was super great to have that support system, especially as a freshman and someone so kind of impressionable. And there's a lot of different things happening, and a lot of like new temptations. So. And did you, you already knew about our campus ministry when you came here? I did. I, I So Daniel Bumpus went to Naperville, uh, which is where our family went. And so we kind of talked briefly and um, he told me about what y'all do here. And so I decided to check it out. Awesome. And what, what were your like first impressions? I think, so I came, I think it was on a Friday night devotional. Um, and everyone was super welcoming, actually. I was not expecting so many hugs for someone <laughs> that was a guest, and it was my first time. But um, y'all were so welcoming to me and um, really reached out, and I really appreciated that. Um, you know, honestly, the transition up here to Champaign was probably harder than the mm. transition down to Stillwater um, for a lot of different reasons. But, uh, you know, vet school kind of hit me really hard at the beginning, but I was uh, especially grateful to be able to come here, you know, on a Friday night and worship. And that's something I'm familiar with. And, you know, we, I don't know you guys, but we share a lot of the same morals and, you know, we are a family because uh, we're disciples. So that's awesome. So this group in, in Oklahoma, do they have like direct leaders that were in charge of the ministry? Yes. So there are, three campus ministers, we have a secretary, and then we have 10 interns. The interns are students. The interns are students. They're yes. not, not paid. Um, they're paid a little. That's wild. Wow. So, yeah, and then interns are broken up into different, like, um, I guess, job titles. So there will be an intern that is, like, audiovisual, and then we have an outreach intern. We have a international student intern. Um, intern we have a freshman girls intern that just does like the freshman girls devo and kind of reaches out to freshman girls we um and then there's an upperclassman intern responsible for keeping those upperclassmen you know coming to church and things like that that is crazy wow Wow. that's the vision (laughs) 
That'd be insane. We gotta talk to Josh about these interns. I yeah, mean, we gotta. We could. We could have ten interns. <laughs> yeah, we need like a freshman guys and in, in, right. That's like this For whole sure. job. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So what? What was like a daily week? Like, what was their weekly? Like, you know, you know, you can picture our as a ministry our weekly schedule. You know, we have Bible talk, we have worship prayer night, we have Devo, we have church. What was their like weekly schedule like? Yeah, so um, starting out on Sunday, they would have um, Sunday morning class, and then we would go to, we called it Up the Hill, uh, to the adult uh, ministry. So we would worship with them in the morning a lot, like kind of we did in our new uh, sanctuary. And then on Sunday nights, I thought it was super cool, we would go out into the union. And so um, I don't... I'm not super familiar with the undergraduate campus, but kind of how you guys have, you know, your quad and that's like a popular, like people know what the quad is. The union was very, very popular. And so there were steps on the union. And so we would sing on the steps and that's all we would do on a Sunday night and just have a singing night. And so it would be cool because people would be walking by, whether they were studying in the union or trying to get to wherever. And some people would stop and sit down and sing with us. And, you know, um, that was always super great uh, to do that. I really enjoyed that. And then I would probably at some time in the week go to a small group, you know, a lot like y'all have D groups. I would, I led the upperclassmen girls um, small group my senior year. Um, and then they have Wednesday night devotional. And actually something they started doing my sophomore year is they did free meals on Wednesday night, which was super great. So you get a free meal and then you go to church awesome way to get guests to come just say hey we're going to have free tacos and then you get them there and they're like oh wait we're gonna go to church after this too so, <laughs> so you get a way to vote people in yeah and when the weathers were warm we would do tent tuesday and so more free food we'd have free pizza and go out on our version of the quad and fellowship handing out free pizza again like free food that's how you get people it's key so uh, hand out free pizza on the quad, or our version of the quad, things like that. Um, and so I usually, after that, would end up playing a couple of intramural sports probably. And then, um, yeah, it was usually Friday night activities. Wow, yeah. awesome. So you guys were always on campus, always doing stuff mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So like all of your events were kind of also reach out events. Yes, our um, campus ministry, so like the building itself was, I mean... At less than half a mile from campus and so wow. you could just walk over um and be on the front lawn you know reaching out and stuff like that so yeah you said you led the upperclassmen girls girls yes. how large of a group was that well we had so we had multiple upperclassmen girls so we had two upperclassmen girl groups so mine was about 12 to 15 girls um and we walked through um we walked through the book um love does so um it was a pretty great thing and the uh, ministers like helped us each week and kind of gave us um you know outlines of kind of how to lead the conversation and then sometimes god just took over and you know it just went elsewhere but oh yeah yeah those are the those are the fun fun times (laughs) yeah that's excellent. Did, did you, I mean, was that something you really enjoyed? I did. I really enjoyed it. And um, uh, it was always great because you always saw someone on campus, you know. 
Um, and we had a spot where we all ate lunch together. If you had, you know, that period of time off and I know y'all have this spot, which is super great and people can like congregate there and meet up there. Um, but yeah, it was always good, um, to see, you know, Christians on campus and know, Hey, this person is the follower of God. You know, they're wearing our t-shirt, like awesome. So. Wow. And leading the small group, is that something you were like, I don't know, was that like, was it rewarding? Did you, I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I, you know, the group that, you know, God put me with, I wasn't very familiar with them. I, um, didn't know them very well, but I think he really worked. Um, he worked through all of us, uh, that semester and I really became close with a lot of them. And there was a reason he put us all together. You know, some people had some life events happen during that semester and it really, um, um, it really brought us together. And so I, I really felt fulfilled, um, each, you know, after leading, um, I didn't feel, you know, exhausted that, oh, I just had, you know, a three hour chemistry lab or I have this much homework or whatever. Oh man, I have to go lead this group. It was always something that I looked forward to each time. So that's excellent. It's good stuff. Wow. Yeah. I think something that, I mean, just taking away from that, that we should do is with worship and prayer night, we could just like have that at the quad. Like that'd be lit. At the quad. At the quad. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Bring it outdoors. So that's awesome. You had that group, especially your senior year. Mm -hmm. Uh, You were able to, you know, have that time with and, and grow with and get encouraged by and stuff. Uh, I know that's something we as a ministry, like we're always looking to try to encourage each other more. So like on any given day, what is something that someone in our ministry can do to encourage you? Yeah, um, just the schooling that I'm in and the program that I am in is super, super tough and um, really rigorous. And so, uh, you know, I was kind of thinking about this and a lot of weekends I am in the library studying, which gets super sucky super fast um and a lot of times after class i go find a library and break out the books and keep going and so um something that i think would be super encouraging is that if um you know maybe someone or some people from the ministry just like came by and sat with me at the library um said hi swung by whatever um and also, don't forget about me. <laughs> um, we are in a quarter system, and so my finals are coming up uh, in less than three weeks. And so I probably will disappear for a little bit. But just, uh, you know, if you haven't seen me at, um, you know, Sunday morning or on Friday nights, just shoot me a text. Um, let me know you're thinking about me. Um, I try my best to come to all of the campus ministry stuff I can, but it does get to be a lot with my schedule and just the fact that we take these big exams, you know, every couple weeks. Um, so that would be something that's super encouraging to me. Cool. Excellent. Can do. Can do. When you say library, you're not talking about the underground one, right? The underground one? Are you talking about the underground library? I have no idea where that is. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's a spot. Okay, I do. Library. I skip around a bunch, so I should just go try all the libraries. Try all of them. Yeah. Can we, can, is there free admission to like every library? Do you, I mean, not, not necessarily free admission, but are there certain libraries that are like off limits to people who aren't in that like major? Like in Parkland, people come. Oh, I know. I go to the law library a lot. I go to the engineering library. Just kind of sneak on in there. You guys could get into the vet med library if you knew where to find it. So, yeah. 
We'll sneak in somehow. Yeah. We'll figure out a way. <laughs> see those kangaroos? <laughs> see those, see those, see those, those red, red pandas, pandas, dude. Freaking red pandas? Uh, yeah, I want to see a red panda. Too, yeah. Did you get to, like, pet him? No, no. It was... Um, it was under anesthesia. So Aww. I was like, yeah. It's I think it was getting now. x-rays. Wow. So. But to see a red panda, wow. I know, I know. Excellent. All right. Well, I think it's... It's time. I think it's... Is it? It's time. It's time. All right. And uh, we've we've had to up our game a we've little. We've written down some some questions. So. Right. Some questions. <clears throat> you ready? Sure. All right. It's time for the fire round. Fire round. Spotify or Pandora? Pandora. Country music or anything else? <laughs> Country. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, red or green grapes? Red. Aren't they purple though? Uh, that, see, purple this is the conversation green. we had. I don't know if we can put it's this the in the fire round. Conversation. Purple. Grapes. Pause. Pause the fire round. Pause the fire round. <laughs> it's purple grapes. I I said they were purple, but these people looked at me funny. I'm pretty sure they're That's red. That's why I pause because it's purple. Okay, but I'm, I'm down with the store. Don't they say down red with grapes purple. on them? Huh? When you buy them at the store, don't they say red grapes on them? Or they're purple grapes. Can we get a vote? This is a really uh, slow fire round. Red, red or purple? The, grapes? the fire round has been paused. <laughs> We're outside of the fire round. A uh, vote what? of us three: red, uh, red grapes or purple grapes? Uh, Look, I wanted to be purple grapes, so. Three, so we're two. all in agreement. Purple. Purple. So resume fire round. Green or purple grapes? Purple. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, cool Ranch or nacho cheese Doritos? Uh, nacho cheese. Cats or dogs? Yeah, you know. Cats. <laughs> Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Cake or pie? Cake. Danimals or Noosa? Danimals? Lit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. the right answers. Besides country, but... Um, <laughs> caramel or caramel? A caramel. Dine-in or delivery? Uh, dine-in. Iced coffee or hot coffee? No coffee. Oh, coffee or... Tea. 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 Tea or water? Water, actually. Okay. All right. Well, this has been eye-opening. Yeah. This has been a. Mm-hmm. This has been an eye-opening time. Catherine, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Tell Thank us y'all for story. having me. This has been super informative, just to get to know you and to get to know so much about being a vet student. Like, mm-hmm. wow. It sounds like a crazy it's, life. It's pretty wild. crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Like, like actually wild. Like. like <laughs> Yeah. Animals. Animals. Yeah. 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 You're so funny. Clever. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Tune in next week when we interview someone else. Yeah. um, I've seen a red panda when I was was walking down the hallway. The red panda was not walking down the hallway. Yeah. Wow. Freaking red pandas? Uh, yeah, I want to see a red panda. Yeah. See those those red red pandas, pandas, dude? Freaking red pandas?